This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. I am a brand warrior. I am proud of my craft. I achieve mastery through curiosity and continuous learning. I am courageous enough to speak up and stand up for what I believe in. I am clear on my purpose and personal values. I have a conviction to make an impact. I am kind to myself and others. I am creative and resourceful in how I solve problems. I am armed with super skills that help me promote and protect my brand's experiences. I used to be just an ordinary human being who stepped up and demanded more meaning from my craft. I am a brand warrior. Welcome to the Brand Warrior Revolution, a podcast hosted by Chantal Boerter that will feature guests and topics related to cultivating brand warriors. Hi, this is Chantal and you are listening to the Brand Warrior Revolution podcast. And I want to chat to you today. It's going to be a short one, but I want to chat to you about micro moments of courage. As a mom of three teenagers, I'm constantly challenged uh, to continue to love them and show up as kind and compassionate and patient. Our lives are so busy and I read something really uh, interesting this this weekend that the CEO of Google said, and I'm going to read it to you. He says, imagine life is a game of five balls that you manipulate in the air, trying not to uh, fall these balls. One of them is rubber, rubber and the rest is glass. Now, think about your own life. And if you had these five balls, four of them are glass and one is rubber. You can assign these aspects of your life to the balls, work, family, health, friends and soul, which is your spiritual side. Uh, Sundar Pichai then says, if it will not be long before you realize that work is a rubber ball, whenever you fall, you will jump again. While the other balls are made of glass, if one of them falls, it will not return to its previous form. It'll either be damaged, bruised, cracked or even scattered. You have to be aware of that and strive for it. Manage your work efficiently during work hours. Take time to be assured of your sincerity. Give the necessary time to your family and friends. Take appropriate rest and take care of your health. If you are gone, it isn't easy to return as it was. And this really struck me and I've been thinking about these five balls and you know, which are the balls that I'm that I'm dropping. And you know what, uh, work is, um, I treat it like it's a, it's a glass ball and I, and I continue with my struggle to find balance and to prioritize and to choose wisely in the moment. And I realized this morning, as I had uh, the option to uh, practice my morning ritual, Uh, that courage shows up in micro moments. You know, there was a moment where my self-talk said, oh, it's early and it's dark and it's foggy outside and it's going to be cold and, yeah, you're going to feel unsafe uh, on your morning walk. 
And then this inner critic that's been with me my whole life said, do you want to feel like shit today? And I just went like, no, I don't want to feel like shit. Now, folks, if you if you've followed me for a little bit, you'll know that I'm, I'm brutally honest. What you see is what you get. And I do not like exercise. All right. I've, I've not liked exercise for 50 years and I don't really like, you know, doing it. These these very few things that, you know, I go into a state of flow and, and like I cannot go to the gym. I don't jog. <clears throat> I've got a really bad back. So there's not a lot of things that I, you know, enjoy, enjoy doing. But I think at the moment, taking a brisk walk in the morning um, just is a, is, a, is, a, is a life strategy for me to keep my mental health up, to uh, keep my stress down. And this morning when this little voice said, are you going to get out of bed or do you want to feel like shit, you know, all day, all day long, I just realized that the self-talk, I, I react to the critical voice. Um, I don't react to the one that's kind and that says, you're going to feel so awesome, you know, go for a walk and you're going to have a wonderful day. And part of my journey at the moment is breaking that those patterns and, and getting back to me as a mom. I think when you get to midlife and you've got teenagers and you're dealing with a, a lot of your own crap um, that have just piled up, a lot of those issues around self-criticism, a lot of the issues around balance and, you know, the fact that I, I really do run away from things and I, and I run to work and, and because I'm good at what I do, you know, it's become a very um, convenient and a very um, praised uh, strategy for, for, for hiding. So it, it makes it really difficult. And when I think about, I, I jokingly say I should write a book about you know, mothers in menopause having these meltdowns with three teenagers because it is really hard. You know, I so want to be a good mother. And when I when I think back to the time before I had kids, I just wanted them so desperately. I, you know, I've always wanted kids and, and how I prepared for the birth of each of my three children. I always say that if I know I'm, if I know I'm going to, I'm going to die. Like, let's say I'm in a car accident and I have a few seconds and, you know, I have this life flashing, life flashing in front of me. I've, I've kind of rehearsed that and I know that I'll think about um, the first few seconds after each of my kids were born and I held them and I looked at this human being and I just love this new human being. And I, I just looked at them in wonder going, where did you come from? You're so beautiful. And I want you to be happy in this world and I want you to be kind and I want you to do awesome things. And yeah, I want you to have meaning and purpose and love and and care for everyone around you and be a good, decent human being. Um, and, and I rehearsed that because I think the happiest moments in my life um, has been, you know, having those micro moments with my with my kids and I, I want to just confess that probably some of the unhappiest moments in my life has been in the last year just having conflict with my teenagers and folks I have no idea what I'm doing you know I'm really a menopausal mom of teenagers that have no freaking clue 
how to work with these human beings. I think I'm starting now to learn how to work with myself and I'm starting to, you know, understand myself so much better and becoming more aware of my own, my own wounds, my own, um, my own addictions, my own, yeah, just some of my own crap. And I'm, I'm really dedicated to work on that. Um, but I think sometimes just working on that, understanding that, you know, these three beautiful children that I love dearly, that have been so resilient through the last, you know, almost year and a half, almost going on to two years of COVID. And they've done, <clears throat> they've done well, but they've also really struggled. You know, if I look at the world from their perspective, probably their biggest fear was that their mom and dad would get COVID and they would die. Now, you know, as a child, I remember fondly, I loved my mom. I was so protective of my mom. You know, everything I could do to take the load off her and to make her life easier, I, I would do that. And I remember having nightmares about my mom dying. And, you know, my mom did die in a car accident about, about five years ago. And I remember sitting at the site of the accident where the car accident happened and I and I sat there and for a moment, I was four years old and I went like, shit, this is what I've been fearing my whole life is that my mom would die and now she's gone. And yeah, it's a, it's a terrible, it's a terrible feeling. So I want to just share with you my own awareness that I want to become so much more compassionate and I want to understand the world from my, from my children's perspective and courage which is really what the Brand Warrior Revolution is about, is people sharing stories of courage. You know, courage isn't like doing big, brave stuff that you get awards for. Courage is the micro moments where, you know, I choose to not lose my temper with my kids or I choose to get up and, and go for a walk in the morning. I recently started doing um, Qigong teachers training and People, if you struggle with um, energy, if you struggle with uh, mental health, if you struggle with depression um, and just general well-being, I, I cannot recommend it more to you. I've, I'm about four or five weeks into my, my Qigong teacher's training and just the practice of becoming still, a lot of the physical practices work with you know, how you complete your stress cycle, how you need to breathe properly, uh, how you need to move your body, you know, and, and just be so much more mindful. For, for me, it's, it's almost become a religion and I, I practice Qigong every day. And I'm, I'm listening to myself going, I just told you how much I hate exercise and that there's, you know, nothing really that makes me feel good. But the Qigong is amazing. It makes me feel fantastic. I will gladly jump out of bed at six o'clock every morning, five o'clock every morning to do Qigong. And the health benefits that I've reaped from it is just incredible. The energy that I get from it. So I want to close off today's chat just saying thank you that I can just be myself here. Thank you for joining my space. And I, and I hope that some of my confessions make you feel that whatever whatever's going on with you, that you're also just a human being and we're all just normal, all right, in our weirdness, in our um, failures, we, we all share just 
I think the the space where we want to be good people and and shit just happens. So I'm leaving you today with just a lot of love. Uh, thank you that I could share this with you and yeah, join us next time. Thanks for joining the Brand Warrior Revolution podcast with Chantal Buerta. Join us for the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.